0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. Hello and good day, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Word Podcast. This is episode number twenty-three. So thanks to everyone that has stuck with us, and for all of uh, all of you. Today we are going to talk about a husband and wife in the Bible named Ananias and Sapphira, and they were early members of the Christian church. And they show up in the New Testament in the Acts of the Apostles. These first followers of Jesus were just kind of, at this time in the first century, just kind of finding their way in this new Christian church. Jesus had very recently um, concluded his teaching uh, before he was arrested, uh, murdered, resurrected and ascended, and now the apostles were kind of uh, building the Christian church, the early Christian church. And this couple was a part of the uh, early Christian church, and they went on to test God, and they paid the ultimate price for doing so. It's an interesting record, uh, one of warning for sure, and we will dive into it here on the show today. But first, let us, as always, pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord of the universe, creator of all things, we thank you. We thank you for giving us today the ability to talk about your words, to praise you. We thank you for the Bible, the Holy Word, which is our Bible. We thank you for the freedom that we have in this part of the world to openly discuss your words, to even own a Bible without fear of being arrested or losing our jobs or friends. We can proudly proclaim our faith in you. Our love for you, we ask, Father, that as we look at the story today of Ananias and Sapphira, that our minds and our hearts are opened wide to the wisdom that's found in the story today. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Okay, let us get right into a reading of the scripture here. Let's open our Bibles to the Acts of the Apostles, or Acts. Chapter 5, verses 1 to 11, and we read. But a man named Ananias with his wife Sapphira sold a piece of property, and with his wife's knowledge he kept back for himself some of the proceeds and brought only a part of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? When the young men came in, they found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard of these things. So at this time, just in the previous chapter of Acts, in Acts chapter 4, verse 32 to be exact, the apostles and the very first followers of Jesus have come to the realization that they were of one heart and of one soul and that their possessions were not their own but to be uh, shared with everyone owned by everyone no one said anything belonged to them rather it was all commonly owned or shared and we get an example of this belief a specific example, right before we uh, meet Ananias and Sapphira, right before the uh, selection that I just read, chapter five, immediately before that, a man named Barnabas, a Levite from Cyprus, he sells one of his fields and brings the money to the apostles and he lays every bit of it at the apostles' feet. We're also told that many followers of the early church were selling their land, selling their houses, and giving all the proceeds to the apostles to divide up so that there was not a needy person among them. Now, in walks Ananias and Sapphira, who in appearance follow the example that was just said by Barnabas. This couple, we are told, sells some of his property. Uh, Ananias sells some of his land and we're told right there in the scripture that with his wife's knowledge, so right away we're told they're in this together, with his wife's knowledge he kept back some of the proceeds um, for himself, for him and his wife to keep. Uh, He only presents some of the money and lays that at the apostles' feet. Now this part, is kind of interesting because the apostle to whom this money is presented to uh, just happens to be none other than uh, the apostle Peter, Uh, the famous apostle Peter who followed Jesus. Scripture tells us that Peter knew right away that Ananias was lying. And Peter says, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of this land? Now, perhaps Peter knew, like, how did Peter know? How did he know he was lying? Perhaps he knew what Ananias's land should have been worth and would call him out on the amount that was presented. Like maybe it was way off, perhaps. But I think a more believable explanation, uh, for me anyway, is that the Holy Spirit just made it possible that Peter would know instantly that he was being lied to. And we'll get to the reasons why that's important in a bit here. And I said, Peter being lied to, but that's not correct. Peter, Peter was being lied to, but Peter says it himself, right? Don't, don't lie to me or like Peter doesn't say, doesn't call out Ananias and say, hey man, like, don't lie to me. Do you think I'm stupid? Like, uh, you're not fooling anybody. No, Peter says, why are you lying to the Holy Spirit? You have not lied to man, but to God. So in fact, Peter's not saying you've lied to me at all. You're not lying to me. Like you're lying to God, you're lying to the Holy Spirit. And when Ananias hears these words, he doesn't even get a chance to answer. Scripture says that Ananias immediately falls down and dies after hearing these words. So Ananias is taken away uh, and buried. Three hours pass by, three hours, the Bible's very specific in there, approximately three hours later, Sapphira, his wife, comes walking in, and we're told that Sapphira Uh, is unaware of what has happened to her husband. So we can maybe get the idea in our head that maybe she's coming here to meet Ananias. Maybe she's coming here to meet her husband. Um, But she is immediately confronted by Peter, uh, who, who says, tell us whether you sold your land for so much. So here Peter is giving her a chance. He knows what's going on. The Holy Spirit has let Peter know that he's being lied to, or that God was being lied to, that Ananias and his wife are cheating. But Peter is giving her a chance here to come clean, uh, giving her a chance to tell the truth. However, Sapphira, much like her husband, lies about the money and says yes for so much. Peter now informs Sapphira of her husband's fate and ultimately what her fate will be shortly as well. Peter says, the guys that just buried your husband, are at the door and they're going to bury you too. Their feet are at the door. The men who took away your husband are at the door and they're coming for you. Immediately, she falls down dead and is carried out and buried beside her husband. The two of them, uh, stricken dead for lying about the money. Very severe, very sudden punishment indeed. So why? Why such a sudden and dramatic death? of uh, these two, Ananias and Sapphira? What makes them so special? Why now? Why Why is it important that such a harsh example was set? And the answer to this question is found right in the same chapter we're dealing with, right in the very last line, verse 11. It's the last line of chapter 5, the story of these two uh, liars. And it reads, And great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard of these things. So right after Ananias died, it said, great fear went throughout the church. And then when she died, great fear came upon the church and upon all who heard these things. It's a warning. God is giving us a warning. He's giving his people at that time, a warning, a purification. It's a sign and a wonder, both a sign and a wonder. The early church was just starting to grow. So we have to imagine that this church is is just starting to 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 get itself together and and the apostles who maybe some people would know as followers of Jesus, but there's no real authority given to these guys publicly uh, for for the masses of the world. Some people certainly did see the apostles go out and do uh, miracles and the authority they had. But now that Jesus is gone, uh, the early church was uh, just beginning to grow. So what would happen if... If uh, the disrespect that Ananias and Sapphira uh, tried to get away with, what if they got away with it and nothing happened? What kind of an example would that set to early Christians that, yeah, you can we're asking you to do this, but do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. We see a similar idea here as we did uh, going back to the story of the sons of Aaron. If you are a longtime listener and you remember episode 19, uh, Strange Fire, we had the sons of Aaron disobeying God's direct orders they were being disrespectful and they were brought about with some very swift and harsh judgment God set the tone there for how people need to act going forward how we must obey his commands or face his wrath in Acts in this story we see the early Christians deciding to sell their possessions and share the proceeds so that none would be needful Ananias and Sapphira presented their donation with the pretense that they were doing what others were doing. They were doing what Barnabas had done, only they weren't, right? They were lying. They secretly kept some for themselves, and they were being huge hypocrites. So God cut that problem off before it could spread. He laid the dead bodies of Ananias and Sapphira in such a public way. That this story caught on, right? And, and and fear came upon the church and all who heard about it. This is a this was a, a big deal when this happened, and people talked about it and people warned each other about it. He laid these two dead bodies in the right directly in front of anyone that thought maybe they had the idea that they could try and deceive God too. Like just imagine if they got away with it, right? Like it would just open the doors wide for people to think we can we can do whatever we want here. This also uh, provided legitimacy to the apostles' authority in the early church. Peter was front and center in this entire story. He was the one that confronted them when they lied. And Peter would go on to grow the church, as we all know. This was proof to the people that the apostles are led by God and their instructions should be trusted and followed. And of course, we knew that the church was successful. It grew and grew into the Christian church we have today god hates sin we this this gets hammered home time and time again god hates sin and we see stories like this usually in the old testament where god punishes those who oppose his laws but this story uh is a is a new testament story this occurs in the very early christian church shortly after the life the death and the resurrection of jesus and it it's a severe reminder Um, that God sees our hearts, right? We've talked about this before too. And we see that once again, the Bible is telling us that we can lie to each other. We can lie to ourselves even. We can lie to our pastors, our friends, our family, our bosses at work, whatever. But God sees our heart. There's no fooling God. And we see this uh, written for us quite plainly in 1 Samuel Chapter 16, verse 7, we read, The Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. The Holy Spirit was lied to. Ananias and Sapphira lied to the Holy Spirit. They disrespected God. They tried to pull a fast one on God, and God was having none of it. God knew it instantly, and he made sure that Peter knew it, And God gave Peter the authority to call out that lie, um, thus reinforcing his authority. So Peter's authority in the church and his ability to grow the church, like it would have taken a big hit if this couple had lied to him and got away with it. If they could have fooled Peter and maybe gone on to brag about it or tell others about it or whatever, that would have really undermined Peter's authority. And this could have opened the door for others to lie to the apostles and harm or hinder the growing of the church. And that was not what God wanted to happen. God made sure that his authority was known, is known, will always be known. He made sure that the apostles' authority was legitimate at this time and that Christianity could continue to grow because of this example that was set it was a harsh example but we see how god's plan works out right we just finished talking about all the the, the, the benefits to the christian church that came out of this this poor couple that was uh, stricken down so so quickly god knows our hearts and he provides warnings for us like this in the bible ultimately the story of ananias and sapphira, sapphira is a warning. That you can't fool God. You may get away with it here on earth, but ultimately you will not get away with it with God. And that, my friends, is the story of Ananias and Sapphira. It's not a very long story. It's uh, just 11 verses in chapter 5. This is the only time in the Bible this couple is mentioned, but the lesson is important and lives on today. Now, let us, this episode was not very long, so we're going to generate, let's fire up the old random Bible verse generator on my phone and see what we get. And today we have Proverbs chapter 27, the 27th proverb, verse 19, as in water face reflects face, so the heart of a man reflects the man. Proverbs twenty-seven, nineteen: as in water, face reflects face, so the heart of a man reflects the man. Uh, well, just as water shows us what we look like, we can look into still water and see what our face looks like. Our hearts show God who we are. That's how easy it is for God to see in our hearts, just as you look at the in a mirror or in water and you can see yourself quite easily. That's how God sees us by looking into our hearts. Who we are is shown in our hearts. And it's funny that we just talked about this in uh, today's episode. And that's the the Bible verse that came up, how God sees our hearts. Doesn't matter how good we look on the outside. Um, Like you say, it may be good enough to fool people here on earth, but God sees who we really are. Very cool that that came up. Awesome. Okay, so let us wrap up another episode here. And we will close like we always do with a prayer. Dear God, allow us to, allow what we have read today to take root in our hearts. We know, we know we can never fool you, Father. We know we can't lie to you and fool you. You know better, you know us better than we would ever know ourselves. So Father, we know that we're also sinners. And so we pray for clean hearts, we pray for clear minds and a boldness to speak of you to others so that all may have the chance to enter your kingdom someday. God bless all all those listening today and inspire me, God, to continue to pursue you, to chase after you in your words, never let me drift away or become complacent in my faith. I ask for all of these things, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. And that will do it, my friends. That will do it for another episode. I hope you learned a little bit about a couple of people in the Bible. I had never heard of them. I never heard of Ananias and Sapphira until I read through Acts as a believer. They are not the most famous people from history, um, but... They're very important and relevant today. So thank you everyone for continuing to support the show. I know that there are still a few of you out there that uh, that listen every week or whenever the new episode drops. So God bless you all for for that. I will leave you now with a, let's close off this episode. Let's close off this episode with a quote from, from Jesus. Um, who was speaking to the church in Thyatira? 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 Thyatira is how it's pronounced. Jesus is speaking to the church in Thyatira in Revelation chapter 2, verse 23. And all the churches will know that I am he who searches mind and heart, and I will give to each of you according to your works.